0: This week, we read the double portion at the end of uh, Chumash Shemais, Vayakil and Pikude. Um, Therefore, the Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazak, a Shabbos of strengthening, because as we finish every Chumash in the Torah, we announce in the Shul, um, call out Chazak, Chazak v'nis Chazek. It's a time when we give ourselves a bracha to be strengthened with the continuation of learning Torah. The last two parshas that we read this week is really a um, completion of the story of the building of the Mishkan. whereas in the previous parshas Hashem told, tells Moshe um, all the details of how to build and what to build, in these two parshas all that is reviewed as the Jews actually do it. So Moshe told to the Jewish people, they go out and they um, get everything together and they do it all. So there is an interesting pasuk. We're in Parshas Vayakil, after it talks about what everyone brought and all the men and all the women. Then the pusik says, heviu." The Nesim, the leaders, the princes of the Jewish people. We know every Shevet, every tribe had a Nasi, a leader. So the Nesim, they also brought Avni Shoyam, Avni Miluim. They brought the special gemstones that were necessary for some of the garments of the Kohen Gadol. And Rashi comments something very interesting, and that is that the Nassim brought last. After all the Jewish people brought everything, they brought the last couple of things that still haven't been brought. And Rashi says, why is it? Why is it that they brought last? Because the Nassim said, you know, let everyone do what they got to do, and whatever they uh, leave out, we'll fill in. And at the end, this is all that was left. So that's what they brought and Rashi says that ultimately they're criticized for this, that there was a level of laziness here, that they left the work to everyone else and then just came at the end and finished it up. And they themselves recognized this laziness, and therefore later, once the Mishkan was fully built, on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it was the Nisim who were the first ones to jump ahead and bring special karboni, special sacrifices, for Chanukah, HaMizbeach, to consecrate the Mizbeach and the Mishkan. And that's what Rashi tells us here. So that there was a, an element of laziness on behalf of the Nisim, on behalf of the leaders of the Jewish people, and they did not donate to the Mishkan until everyone was finished. And the obvious question is, it's so strange that the leaders of the people, the Sadikim, when it comes to the greatest mitzvah of all, of building a Mishkan, are going to be lazy about it, and not go ahead and bring the necessary um, donations for the Mishkan. How could it be that the leaders of the Jewish people are lazy when it comes to such a great mitzvah. Lazy at all, but especially when it comes to such a great mitzvah. And the Rabbi gives a beautiful explanation, um, which tells us, so telling about leadership. And he says that really, what they did was really commendable, because a true leader is much more involved, and much more de- uh, focused and devoted to the needs of those who the leader leads, to the needs of the people, than to their own needs, even spiritual needs. A true leader is all about how can I see to it that everyone is doing their job best. And the leader puts themselves in the back of the line and thinks more about everyone else. The Pasek says about Moshe Rabbeinu, that when Hashem told, sends missions from Moshe Rabbeinu to tell the Jewish people, it says, Vayered Moshe min hahar el Moshe came down from the mountain where he had spoken to Hashem and went directly to the nation. Rashi says he didn't even go to deal with his own issues at all, his own needs at all. Went directly to the nation to give them over the word of Hashem. And the Rebbe points out, of course it means Moshe didn't... It's not saying he didn't take care of his physical needs. Obviously, Moshe's spirituality was before the physical. It means even his spiritual needs. Because the true Nasi, the true leader is entirely devoted to the spiritual needs of those who they lead. And that was what the Nesim said here as well. Let's be involved in making sure everyone else takes care of their donations for the Mishkan, and then we'll take care of our own. Now that's a beautiful explanation. The question then becomes, then why are they criticized? And why are they called lazy? Because Rashi did say there was an element of laziness in this. But if it was a commendable approach, why are they called lazy? So the answer is, because true that there's truth to that way of thinking, that they should be devoted to the needs of others. But on the other hand, the Mishkan has to be built. And therefore, they should have also, while they were while they were um, inspiring everyone else to do their job, they also should have been seen to it that they do their job in an immediate way as well. Because for the sake of the Mishkan, it's necessary that everyone, including them, um, has the necessary... Um, does the necessary zrizus, the necessary doing it with alacrity to see to it that is done. So therefore, true, the fact that they were devoted to others was wonderful. The fact that they thought about themselves behind others was wonderful. At the same time, the fact that they didn't simultaneously work on their own aspect, their own side of doing the mitzvah was considered a level of laziness. And that becomes the message here. That even though we have a good reason to devote our efforts to someone else and have someone else do, at the same time, it can not come at the expense of doing what is necessary from ourselves as well. And to take this one step further, when the Nisim were inspiring others, they could very well have been thinking, you know, by, by inspiring others to do, I'm covered as well. Because they are only doing because of my inspiration. When we bring someone else to do a mitzvah, we can feel like, okay, that mitzvah that they're doing is really to my credit. So perhaps I don't have to do as much on my own because I'm doing what I have to through inspiring someone else. And this becomes the secondary message over here. All of us are leaders from time to time. All of us inspire others. All of us um, are thrust into the various positions of leadership. And sometimes we can use that as an excuse we not doing what we have to do. After all, I'm so busy inspiring others to do. And whatever they're doing is really on my account anyway. So do I also have to put the effort and emphasis on making sure that I'm doing my job? And here we have the lesson from those Nassim. That yes, they were totally devoted to others. And yes, they did inspire the others. And yes, everything that everyone did is to their credit. At the same time, it was... It was expected of them not in any way to lessen their own commitment and their own making sure to do the mitzvah in its fullest way. And they themselves recognized this, and that's why they corrected that at the next step by bringing the karbonis at the beginning of the mishkan, recognizing the importance of no matter what one is able to do for others and inspire others, one always has to be on top of their own game, so to speak, on top of their own responsibilities and their own mitzvahs and doing what they have to do so that all together while we're helping others, we work on our own as well, and together we fulfill Hashem's will in the most beautiful way. Have a wonderful Shabbos.